Podcast. It's me, your host, Big Mark. If it's your first time watching, welcome. If not, welcome back. Like I always say, if you ever wanted to reach out to the podcast, please hit us up on our DMs at the Big Mark Pod or at the Big Mark Podcast on our Twitter or Instagram. Uh, please like and share the the podcast. If you have any friends who you think would would enjoy the podcast, let them know. If you can rate it, if you can rate review, that'd be even better. If you're watching on YouTube, like and like the video. Subscribe to our channel so you know when all our new videos are coming next. And again, uh, if you ever wanted to donate to the podcast, our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Big Mark Pod has a few different tiers there to choose from. Thank you all for your ongoing support. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you for your time tonight. Um, I'm, it's a bit of a tougher episode ahead that I've been thinking about. Uh only for the past day or so, but, you know, long enough that uh, you do some thinking and unfortunately, I wanted to dedicate this podcast and this show and every episode and, you know, send my thoughts and love and prayers and whatever I can possibly do from a distance and anyway energy exists still if it persists even past death um, I'm sending sending that positive love and energy um, to a dear friend of the podcast Sarah Vare, um, who has sadly sadly passed away um, she was a great friend great friend of the podcast um, she, I was lucky and privileged enough to have her as a guest um, and again privileged to know her at all uh, went to university together and stayed in touch luckily followed her through her uh, her psychedelic journey and she was a she was a great advocate working for behold retreats and starting her own um, psychedelic therapy business <clears throat> uh, big inspiration to myself um, and you know, thinking about potentially pursuing a career in in uh, guided meditations or guided therapies, things like that. She will be missed. She'll be sorely missed. But again, and we'll hopefully get into it in today's episode. If uh, if it's true what they say, you know, if energy does persist, and um, if we do potentially ascend to a different plane or there is a life after death I hope all the best and again thoughts and prayers and love only love um towards her and her family uh again obviously you know hearing the news was such a shock and and terrible someone so young um passing away and obviously brought up thoughts of, of other people that, that I've known, um, who are, who have unfortunately left us early. And, you know, obviously people experience a lot of death in their life. It's part of life. Um, 
you know, Carl Jung kind of likened the human experience to much like an arc on a curve. Um, that, and that trajectory is, is inevitably leading to death. <clears throat> and it is, a, it is a part of life just as much as living is. And it's, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's, it's when, when you're experiencing that or you're, lo- you've lost a loved one, someone close to you, it's really hard to, to think that way and think, oh yeah, it's just a part of life. And, and, you know, when, until you've experienced that me- mega loss, it's, it's, it's easy to say, hey, yeah, obviously death's, death's part of life. It's how it goes, but it, you know, it, it, it truly is. And, If, if we are inevitably inevitably leading to that uh, that that end <clears throat> it doesn't make it any easier you know maybe and, and a lot of people do have a long arc and a long trajectory and they live a life full of many experiences and ups and downs and and things like that and they make it to, to old age and they die in natural causes but then there's a lot of people who, whose life is cut short sadly um, you know, one of my good friends from high school, Nico, Nico Siena, he, he was hor- horribly, horrifically taken, <clears throat> taken early from this earth, um, from this earthly plane. And that was awful to deal with. He was, uh, he was shot in his home by a neighbor and just terrible. Just, you don't think you'd ever have to deal with that as a person, let alone like knowing someone who died like that, let alone as a friend. And again, I'm, I'm saying this as a person and I consider myself, you know, privileged enough to live a, a safe, a safe, safe life and not have a lot of friends gruesomely murdered. Um, but you know, you talk to someone, you talk to anyone else in, in other parts of the world who, who, friends and family members have been killed with gun violence or in war or anything like that, right? Like, you know, there's a quote, I don't know who said it, but the, but they say the worst thing that ever happened, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And I, I think that's essentially saying like, you can't really necessarily compare traumas to people, uh, you know, compare traumas. Um, because your trauma is your trauma and your experience is your experience. Um, but again, when it comes to death and loss, the more and more you experience it, I feel like it's probably easy, easy to lose the weight of it. Um, you know, I remember, uh, a good friend of mine, Ryan, Ryan Kotar, he, his, uh, one of his older brothers passed away really young. I think he was only 19 and we would have been like 15 or 16, not nah, maybe 16, I think. And <clears throat> so heavy, just the, the sadness and weight and heaviness, it, it, the loss and grief. And it's such a major weight. Like you almost like you almost become exhausted from carrying it for so long that when you lose others, it's almost like you don't even know what to do anymore. You just, you just 
are so used to that heaviness following you around. And again, thinking of war times or other places in the world where where there's extreme death and times of, of great loss. You know, even even look back a couple of years over COVID, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about people dying and and that that threat of death and that that looming aspect of like you know mortality and it it you know one false move if you don't wash your hands all of a sudden you're going to die like that that heaviness that kind of like followed us around for years like or again like i said throughout history when when people have been been in situations where they're just surrounded by death like i feel like it can't help you can't help but feel so numb to it eventually and uh it's uh it's scary and it's terrible but again when you don't experience death very often or or again like i said even when it's a loved one and, and their death is expected it doesn't make it any easier and it just becomes it it, it can just become become so heavy and you know, again, losing, losing grandparents, losing family members, you know, uh, like all my grandparents passed away. What my, my dad's, my dad's father was, he, he unfortunately passed before I was born. Um, my mom's dad, uh, passed when I was in grade seven. Um, my grand, my mom's mom died when I was in grade 12. Yeah, shit. Grade 12. And then, um, my mom or my dad's mom passed when I was in the third year. So I was pretty young. You know, I was like, what's that? Like 20, 22 was about 22 when my, uh, when I lost my last grandparent, my, my, uh, my Nana. And it just, I, you know, you kind of get used to just like, I, I I'm I'm sad because I didn't have I didn't have a lot of older older people in my in my life to lean on or or I felt close to them because again just lost them so so early in life and again losing you know it's interesting um it's interesting even even losing like friends, friends close, like friends, loved ones, friends, friends, grandparents and parents. And, um, I mean, honestly, luckily I haven't, I haven't, I've had a few friends whose, whose parents have passed, but I didn't, I didn't know them at the time, um, of the, of the passing. And obviously my, my heart goes out to them. And again, losing, losing a loved one, even even if it's expected, even if they're sick and they're and they're battling, um, I've had I've had a few. Actually, that's that's not true. Uh, my good friend Paul Hart, shout out Paul. I mean, I haven't seen you in forever, and I miss you. I love you if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, his father passed away while we were while we were still friends. But again, a, a, anyone I know out there that's loved missed you know missed loved one. Obviously, my parents as well. Um, and, oh, and of course, um, what, uh, what year would that have been when, when, um, when Johnny passed? Oh my gosh. 
my my other grandfather um andrea's andrea's dad johnny he passed away i want to say right around when i was in when i was in university as well oh my gosh again just just losing losing those those people who are so close or or they they that older generation where they have so much wisdom and so many so many things to to impart i felt like i was so i was so immature when they all passed i didn't know what to ask them even or even if i could in some circumstances they wouldn't have necessarily been able to to answer but um again losing losing that wisdom and i still i still am a little bit like I don't really know how to, to act around a lot of people who are elderly because again, I, I don't have as much experience being around them and it's it's a, a guilt and a burden. But again, when you lose when you lose someone someone that's close to you, you know, you lose you all those all those hopes and, and thing like ideas and aspirations and questions you wanted to ask or um, recipes you wanted to get from them or stories you wanted to hear, they all just are gone. And the experiences that you might have, right? Like anything, right? It doesn't matter. It always makes me think of this great quote uh, by Lemony Snicket. Well, by Daniel Handler, uh, who wrote Lemony Snicket, who wrote as a su- under the pseudonym Lemony Snicket, it's a curious thing, the death of a loved one. We all know that our time in this world is limited and that eventually all of us will end up underneath some sheet never to wake up. And yet it is always yet it is always a surprise when it happens to someone we know. It's like walking up the stairs to your bedroom in the dark and thinking there's one more stair than there is. Your foot falls down through the air and there's a sickly moment of dark surprise as you try and readjust the way you thought of things. And I always thought that that made so much sense. it's it's hard right it's hard it's hard losing losing anyone even losing a friend that that didn't pass away you just you know lost touch fell out of fell out of contact right like the grief that 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 can be associated with that too is just as heavy right like that that whole idea of you know carrying around this this weight this heaviness this burden and and you miss people right like even breakups there's it's a death it's 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 this feeling of loss and and guilt and sadness and heaviness and you want to you want to change things you wish you could go back in time you want to do a million different things you want to tear yourself apart just to to try and put things back together and again how how can we reconcile that thought of death is a part of life and when there's so many other places in life you know we're we're starting to enter the fall here in uh in southern Ontario, and <clears throat> trees, leaves are falling off the trees. You know, plants are dying. All the all the flowers and things as winter starts to come. 
winter brings this idea of death and and barren and 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 st- stripping stripping life off the off the the trees and and the the air and the environment whatever you want to say winter brings this idea of death but then spring is renewed so that's there's the thought right is that yes there's a death yes there's many deaths there's millions of deaths but there's also a million and one think ways were reborn right the sun goes down there was a for for many millennia or whatever you want to say for for thousands of years humans worshiped the sun and when it went away for those three days during the solstice winter solstice when the sun doesn't come back over the horizon in certain parts of the world for a couple days people thought the fucking world was going to end they didn't know that the sun was going to come back even sometimes at night i'm sure they were fucking worried that who knows if the sun's going to come up but slow, but we know day in day out that sun's come back up and and everywhere else you know yes obviously when we lose a loved one they don't come back in 3 days it's not jesus even though jesus was an allegory for that whole winter solstice thing the sun jesus goes away for 3 days comes back da, 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 da. anyway but maybe that on the longer scale, the time scale that is eternity, there is an ebb and flow of death and rebirth. You know, in the psychedelic experience, if you've if you've if you've gotten to that point in your journey and you've experienced an ego death, stripping of your ego, it's a, again a death, the feeling of losing that part of your of of your of your being. Whether that's your con, like you know, some people mistake it as your conscience, but this ego that that bounds you to this kind of three D reality. Once that's gone, and you're kind of at least seeing past the veil a little bit, you're kind of understanding, even just a glimpse. At least you're you're seeing it. What kind of potentially lies beyond this day to day reality that we experience, right? The the you know, what I see in front of my face right now life experience 3d reality right again 13 known dimensions right now we live in three 3d reality fourth dimension being time if there's all these other dimensions that coexist with us right now and we do it we we do some type of psychedelic and that allows us to maybe tap into some of those other dimensions or or in the case of dmt potentially converse with some of these beings that are maybe from another realm when we have those experiences and that and have that ego death it is like experiencing a small death in some ways they call it ego death for that reason you're kind of experiencing like you know some people and myself included in a very 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 light extent but I know a lot of psychedelic stories come from uh, come about people doing the substance and worrying that they've taken too much of it, and then ascending into a whole new realm and then coming back. Um, 
and of course I can't um I'm talking about this right now I can't stress enough responsible use um even still it's hard to advocate <clears throat> for any any substances right now um but again when you experience that that small ego death there's this overwhelming lesson that's learned that potentially there is something past this reality that we experience who knows maybe maybe truly the lights go out maybe when we die all of a sudden boom it's fucking black and it's done and you don't even you're not you don't exist anymore there's no thoughts there's no soul there's no nothing there's nothing that can exist again we're just our our human experience is mon as monistic it's one thing our brain and our body are one our there is no soul necessarily all of our thoughts and feelings are just chemical uh are results of chemical reactions that are happening in our brain randomly completely up to nature no reason if we as soon as our heart stops beating or our brain ceases to function whatever you want to call true death um it's over it lights out this is where i also kind of it also comes in the thought like i think about anyway oh my god it's a fucking weird way to say that anyway this reminds me of a thought is that there are a lot of people who come kind of have said that they've had, you know, near after death experiences, not even near death experiences, after death experiences come back and told us, Hey, I died to come back. Yes. Some people, their heart stops for minutes. Stuff happens in the, in the emergency room, things happen and you, and you medically die. Um, but if you come back, I don't think you've truly experienced death. Death to me is you're, you've gone. You've not only ceased to, your your like biological functions are done, but you're gone. You can't come back to this reality for whatever reason. It's a one way ticket. I don't know why. Yes, maybe some people claim that they have, but I still think that that's some other, at least veiled experience into what what real death is. So again, once we go past this this thing, if there is that, you know, again, like I said, if the lights go out, the lights go out. Whatever. There's no fucking more conversation about that, right? But if there is something else that persists, all these many religions, all these scholars, all these different people thinking about what happens after death. Do we reincarnate? Do we just, as soon as the lights come out, they come back on and you, you're being born in the, in the fucking hospital or wherever? Um do you ascend to another plane, another reality? Do you get to go roam around the cosmos and go see whatever and, and experience the universe as, as a, as a higher being and manipulate time? Because again, you're, you're above the fourth dimension. So now you see time even as a physical dimension, potentially who knows? Um, are you a fucking ghost, right? Like paranormal activity, man, it, you know, who knows what that shit is? If you get stuck here somehow, you get stuck in this reality, you have to fucking, again, a lot of, a lot of ghost stories are like, oh, someone had have unfinished business and then well, what happens when you finish the business, blah, blah, blah. 
who knows if those if those dimensions somehow do interact again if you're if you ascend to another dimension does time become this whole nebulous thing where all time is kind of like there is there is like an idea in physics right now not even just like woo woo world like in real life that all time is essentially kind of happening at once we experience it in a linear fashion but like the idea of time is that it it's all this one big fucking flat circle who knows it's hard to even imagine like this is the craziest thing right again it's hard for it's hard for a two-dimensional being to imagine a third dimension right if they can only exist in a two dimension two dimensions how can they even fathom that there's another one it's better left to the suits in washington that's what i say um but again you know death is 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 a fear right it's this it's this people are scared of dying people are, you know i'm I'm definitely afraid of getting hurt. I don't want to injure myself and be in pain and, and you know, have to fucking be hurt and disfigured and all fucked up. So I, you know, I live, I, I consider that I live a pretty cautious life. I don't jump off a lot of things. I don't drive fast cars, things like that. You know, maybe, again, I've been a little fast and loose with the old psychedelics, but again, it's always been... In a, in a concerted and safe and responsible way. But I don't consider myself afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of what potentially comes next. I'm afraid of hurting and... I don't want any of my loved ones to experience... that that Those feelings of loss and grief... <clears throat> So of course I don't want to die, but again, there's there's there doesn't exist that feeling of of what happens after, you know. In some ways, I feel like yeah, you get re you get released, you get you get loosed from this mortal coil, and you move on to a whole new experience. You know, Jung said, uh, shrinking away from death is something unhealthy and abnormal which robs the second half of life of its purpose. And again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, Carl Jung really believed life is this whole trajectory from from birth to death. Living is yeah, a major part of that, but life is the beginning and the end and you know, it's it's this we we again, perceive time in this linear fashion. Um, and we, we kind of think that death is this end point where things are cease to exist. And it's true in some ways, right? Like, you know, even look at the Mayan calendar. People are like, oh, the world's going to end in 2012. Maybe it's not that the world is going to end, but the world as we know it might have ended might have changed maybe that was what there were th what what the mayans were trying to get at is that there was going to be a major change in in how things were and yes that's a the end of the world exists in that idea and the end of life exists in death but maybe it's just the end of life as we know it is the end of existence as we know it or that person you know It's like, 
it's this, you know, I was watching Lord of the Rings shout out. Um, and it reminded me of the, of a quote. Um, there's a scene where, where Pippin and Gandalf are in Minas Tirith and they're, the walls are crumbling all around them. And Pippin's afraid. And, you know, he, he says to Gandalf, I didn't think it would end this way. And Gandalf says, end? No. The journey doesn't end here. Death is just another path. One that we must all take. The gray rain curtain of this world rolls back and all turns to silver glass. And then you see it. Pippin says, what, Gandalf? See what? And Gandalf says, white shores. And beyond a far green country under a swift sunrise. Pippin says, well, that isn't so bad. Gandalf says, no. No, it isn't. Again, who knows what happens after death? Who knows what exists out there? Again, maybe we do get another chance. If we do, and we are on our second or third or 12 millionth chance or whatever of reincarnation, I'm happy that we all found ourselves here. Again, this podcast, this whole episode of everything dedicated to Sarah and Nico and and my grandparents and everyone I've lost throughout my life. And I love you and I miss you. And I hope if there is something going on out there and there's other dimensions and you can come and check in on this one, if it, all the religions or whatever, at least Catholicism is true and your loved ones are up there watching out, watching out for you, Shout out. <laughs> Hope I'm making you proud somehow. At least not not letting you down. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you all for listening. Again, reach out. Hit us up on our DMs. Patreon. If you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.